Welcome to the Author Blur Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Maynard. Today I'm speaking with Amy about her novels that she's written that are memoirs that goes through the challenges she faced, how she dealt with them, and what she did to be able to still keep a positive outlook and her faith to be able to do so. So join the conversation. I believe you'll enjoy it as well as I did. And with that being said, enjoy the show. And I'm here with Amy. We're here to discuss her books, the different things that she's faced, and the memoirs that she's written. Amy's written five memoirs, and they look quite interesting, but instead of me going into it, Amy, can you explain a bit about yourself so people can find out who you are, and then we can discuss a bit about your five memoirs. They seem interesting, and I definitely want to hear more about them. Yeah. Well, first and foremost, I'm a traveler. So I traveled and lived overseas for 20 years, 20 plus years. And so I'm a teacher, I'm a traveler. And then my personal story is just kind of woven in between all of those countries that I've been and places that I've seen. So I want to share that with people. All right. Well, that sounds interesting. So I looked at your website a bit and it looks like you traveled quite extensive places. You were down in, was it South America, am I mistaken? Or you have, and you also did teaching as a second language, English as a second language. Yes. So you're able to actually take that experience and it's not just you going in, like if I go down to South America, I can't speak to a single person if I've tried. Uh If I go to any place that doesn't speak English, I'm just not going to make it very far without (laughs) Google Translate. Mm -hmm. So, but for you, you actually have the experience and understanding that you can communicate with the people down there. Yeah. And that must, it must give you a different view in your travels to be able to do that. Yeah, I think, well, you know, I took Spanish in high school and college. So my first country, of course, was a Spanish speaking country. Right. And I took lessons and I was probably not the best, the best one. <laughs> um yeah, I remember just feeling overwhelmed, but I traveled a lot. And so I just had to use it. Right. That's the thing. And, uh, and I loved living in, in other cultures and learning about them, learning about the foods, learning about the, the area I lived. And, you know, when, when I, I started out in Latin America and uh, it was like 1984 or five. And that's when they were like, there was the, the, the drug thing was really big and okay. um, they were starting to, they were th- threatening to uh, kill two Americans for every uh, Colombian extradited. <laughs> so, I mean, I went at a kind of critical time that tested my mom's faith for, for my safety. But it, the, 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 just the people so humble and so wonderful that I worked with. It just, it was a just wonderful experience. Well, that sounds great. That sounds like you learned a lot from there. You got the experience with that. Let's start going into the fact of you had the five memoirs. Mm-hmm. So let's first off start with what are your memoirs about? I mean, uh, you have five memoirs, that means that you've had to live a very interesting and extensive life to be able to write write about it. Yeah, I think when I first started writing, I always wanted to write. I always kept journals and, and uh, newsletters. Okay. So when I first started to write, I wanted to write about about 
my travels about Colombia. And that was so important to me at that time. That was my goal. But because I was losing uh, sight, my sight due to this incurable uh, hereditary disease called eye condition called retinitis pigmentosa, that was foremost in my mind. And so it was like there was this dual problem I would which do I write about you know and at that time I had just finished uh, well maybe two years after I came home in 2006 I started losing a lot of vision and I had never accepted the fact that I was losing my vision so I just hit it and uh, didn't tell it many people and my mobility instructor I, I ended up having to get a mobility instructor uh, meaning someone to teach me how to use a white cane. Okay. And he would not let me hide anymore. <laughs> he, he just, he was so, he was completely blind and he was so upfront about everything that he would just say, why don't you just tell people that you're blind? And I'm like, but I'm not blind. I can see. And I was under the misconception that there's two settings, which a lot of people are, that you either can't see or you can see. Right. And, there's actually this whole big spectrum. And the experience I had with this mobility instructor changed my life because it gave me back my independence. I was, uh, in those two years, I was, you know, running into things and, you know, I live in a small town and I, uh, I just, uh, it's, it's quite embarrassing. So I couldn't hide anymore and I had to get help. Right. And that was the story that came to the forefront, not the one about my travels. And it was, this is giving me back my independence so that if I want to travel, I can travel. And if I want to live in another society, I can do it confidently. Okay. And that's why Mobility Matters is my first one. And it came out just three months it took me. It was, it would just flow with everything because the experience in with my mobility instructor was so strong and empowering. All right. So that's the story that came out. And then you followed up with, what is it, Kane Confessions? Yes, yes. Well, Mobility Matters was coming to terms with sight loss. So okay. that's my best selling book. But right. Kane Confessions was when I was like beginning to accept myself and all my little foibles, all my little, uh, um, accident prone nature due to my sight loss. So then I started to look at it, things with humor and I'll look, look over my life overseas and what happened and why did this, why did this happen and how did I bear it? And what, you know, there was cultural faux pas. There was uh, all kinds of things. And okay. it taught me so much about myself and my endurance and my strength. And I wanted to encourage other people. So that was my second book. Well, that makes sense. And personally, I don't know the extent of your troubles, but I know that through meeting the people I have and even from my own setbacks, even with just a little setback, people get frustrated. Everything gets down. It's hard to look at the bright side. From everything I see about you, you even say that in your profile that you gave me in your website, basically everywhere I see your name posted, that you address everything with joy and your faith and all this to get through it. Now, mind you, like I said, little setbacks will make people think the world's coming to an end at times, and I've seen people act like that. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, losing your sight, having to learn to be mobile, be independent, and all this, 
that's a pretty big size roadblock for most people to address and most of all try to do it with being full of joy and faith. How did you do it? Do you discuss that in your book? Do you, so if somebody reads your book, is it going to help them understand how to? You know, getting through hurdles gives me confidence. Right. And it feel it seems like my book is filled with life lessons and God like teaches me these faith lessons along with life lessons. Right. And so as I get through this hurdle, then I see, oh, I can get through other hurdles. And if I can get through hurdles, other people with sight loss can get through them. Right. And yes, that's why I live with joy. I feel like that there's always something new to to approach things and what's going to happen now. It's kind of an adventure. Like I say, sometimes I treated my overseas adventures for my everyday adventures. Right. Um, and I feel like that God has just given me this voice to share. And it also helps other people who don't have sight loss. Mm-hmm. Like they don't want to approach people with a white cane or that it's how do they relate? You know, mm-hmm. and so I try to be relatable and that so that they're not there's not this distance you know, that people can accept differences and just look at the person themselves, you know. So let me ask this then, because I have a feeling I already know the answer, but I want to hear if I'm right or not on this one. So the Mobility Matters and Cain Confession, those two books of that series. So somebody like me, I wear glasses, but I can see perfectly fine. And I just really need them for computers, reading and not to run into walls at times, but even with the glasses, I still do that. But even somebody like me, if I read your books, am I going to get not just how to relate to somebody that has a disability, but is it something that I would also probably pick up things about how to um, face other challenges that I might, how to address my problems as well? Or is it just... Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think because it's so optimistic that you you leave feeling good that you can you can do whatever you want, whatever you set your mind to, you know, right. you just have to find a way around it. And so that's that's, like. that's what my my books do. All right. Well, that sounds good. And like I said, that's what it sounded like it was going to to me. So I also see you have another series start. And I think it's starting off with Seeking Solace. Yeah. So what is that one about? Okay, so that's a devotion book, uh, a book of devotions. When I was overseas, I uh, I lost three babies, and I was in an overseas hospital. And it, my husband was in one emirate, I was in the United Arab Emirates, and I was in another, facing all these emergencies. With my, I had, I was pregnant with twins, and so I was often by myself. And there was not many Westerners. Uh, I can maybe two, three, four, something like that. And there were, you know, lots of other nationalities. I was in a government hospital. So I faced a lot of cultural, a lot of um, uh, physical, emotional problems alone. And that is where I I reach out to God and he met every single need I had. You know, like there was, he brought a pastor to me once a week he he filled that the needs that i had and so that is sort of there's 15 devotions in that about losing my twins and then and how i overcame them how god met my needs and then there's 15 devotions about um 
going through divorce <laughs> and uh, about how I approached that and how God met my needs in those areas right. and what I learned. And then there's 15 devotions about losing my father, who was like the, you know, I just adored him. And he was our, as the cornerstone of our, of our family. And so I thought, you know, people, there is so much loss in this world that, you know, people are off, often feel alone, uh, just like they, especially now with COVID, you know, they feel so disconnected to others. And yet we're go, all going through the same thing, same kinds of things, loss of loved ones, loss of our dreams, loss of, you know, I just wanted to just sh like share my experiences so that they can see that their experiences are not that different, that we all have ways that we can um, move forward and that God meets our needs and fills in those empty spots that we have, you know, in, in incredible ways, really. Right. Uh, there were some miracles I had, <laughs> you know, as far as, you know, like commemorating my twins, the there was one, you, people who read this will find out that I planted two bushes and they never bloomed, never bloomed, never bloomed until the May, which is, I, I found out that I lost the babies on uh, Mother's Day. Oh. And so they bloomed that day. So there were so many ways that, um, so, so much light within the darkness. You know what I mean? I do. I'm well aware of it. I mean, yeah. you said, Part of the setbacks, dealing with grief is a pretty hard thing to deal with for a lot of people. And it is, you know, everybody needs to find the right way to do it and That's right. find the way that helps them. It yeah. sounds like your books might just be a very helpful tool for people to read, to be able to get that. And that's three books in that series, is it not? Yeah, three sections of, of uh, dealing with loss and yeah, there's humor in that, too. <laughs> Most of my books have humor in them in some way or another. The short time I've got to know you, I don't doubt that at all. <laughs> so, And often how I go against the culture <laughs> through mistakes. But I do put a lot of food. I mean, I, I how it impacts me, how it has impacted me okay. more than, you know, just this... I kind of give them a, a general cultural story or background, and then I talk about what, how, how it is, or how I have gone against it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think my books, and, and you know, I, I have started another book which has like uh, the ABCs of travel, and it has a different country in each letter of the alphabet. So. Okay. There's one with Bedouins and one with, and, and it all, they're all just very uplifting and culture, culturally uh, rich stories, okay. so essays, kind this, of. This mm -hmm. is your upcoming book, correct? No, this is an, another one that's sort of set behind. Uh, I started it a couple, last year and I just kind of set it aside. Something's going on and yeah, but no, my next book is, is in the mobility series. Okay. Do you yeah. want to talk about that a little bit? Give us kind of an insight of what to expect there, because I have yeah. a feeling after people get the first two books, yep. they're going to be interested in the upcoming book as well. Yes. So this is called Second Sight, Milestones in Mobility. And it's the 
it's the problems that I have faced, like, um, for example, grocery shopping is really hard with my white cane because I, uh, I knock things over sometimes. <laughs> but so it has like different milestones in within my mobility um, walk, quote unquote walk. <laughs> and um, it, 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 there, it, it's, uh, it's about two thirds the way done. And it also incorporates the loss of my father and how I dealt with that in reverse culture shock. Okay. So it, it, because nothing ever happens in isolation. Right. So when I came home in 2006, my father had cancer and he was in stage four. It okay. went very rapidly. He was diagnosed in stage four. And so I came home and I faced the loss of my, my dad. And then I faced like, I've been overseas for 20, 22 years. What do I do with my life? How do I adjust? Right. And then sight loss. So all of these things are together in this book showing how I move forward and it's quite humorous so just to to let you know what uh kind of a dichotomy I have so I I started to tell you about the shopping how that was so challenging for me right well now I'm a cashier in a grocery store (laughs) and so it's like uh like a God's humor just drawing me there I deal with customers every day I deal with having to shop every day and it's just uh, always uh, an adventure. <laughs> I would imagine. I'd say I have two kids and just going grocery shopping with them is an adventure. I, I can't <laughs> imagine doing it. So yeah, that sounds interesting. So let me ask this. If, <laughs> if people are looking to find more about you, what do you think the best place is for them to actually go? Because... I do have a profile set up of you on authorblurb.com where people can find all the links you've provided me in an overview. Of course, I'm going to have this show listed in video and audio on that same website. But other than my website, if somebody wants to find you, where would you suggest they go? I have my own website with my books. It's amyboveard.com. That's A-M-Y-B-O-V-A-I-R-D. Dot com and so all of my books are available there they're available on amazon um in large print regular print audio i also have books available in braille and then i um oh i'm on itunes audible.com and amazon and they can find me with uh, my amy Bovier author page on facebook mm-hmm. twitter uh, author a Beauvaird. Mm-hmm. And then where else am I? I? I think I'm on Pinterest. I don't go there very often, but yeah. So I'm, I'm just kind of around. Um, but the, the, the foremost place is amybeauvaird.com. All right. So yeah. if somebody wants to contact you, they can go to your website, mm-hmm. send you a message, ask you yeah. what you want. So yeah. I good. blog too. So they can catch my blog with everyday things that happen. Oh, very nice. Is there any other information you'd like people to know? I know they, like I said, you had an extensive life. We discussed a little bit before. You have degrees from University of Oklahoma, from San Antonio. You've won an award, the Ohio Valley Award. So you do have quite a few things that's gone on, things like that. Is there any final information you think the listeners would like to know about you? Oh, no, just uh, I, I call myself when I speak that like go to churches or go to 
vocational rehab or whatever that um i am the 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 um well, of course i forget my tagline <laughs> no, i'm supposed to say it um but i oh forget that part cut that part <laughs> understandable so you basically for anybody that's looking for you you're a great source of finding information of how to handle grief how to handle challenges Yes. If you have sight loss or not, just going to get your books will help people figure out how to address those issues. And obviously anybody that's listening to this or even watching the video will see and hear that you have a beautiful smile. You've been smiling the whole time. So it's just been a fun conversation. So it, I imagine your books will also portray that very well. So I encourage people to go and find you. And like you said, People can find your books on your website, Amazon. You're just in all sorts of places. Yep. So I do appreciate you having on. What I'm going to do is I'm going to stop this recording and we'll talk a little bit more. And I do appreciate it. And I look forward to talking to you again on the show soon. Oh, okay. Sounds great. Thank yep. you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed the show as well as I enjoyed having the conversation with Amy. You can go to authorblurb.com. Like I said, her profile with all of her links and her information are there for you to read. There you can also find all the prior shows that we had and the guest profiles on those shows. You can find the profiles for future guests that we're scheduled to have as well. So go there. You can find those shows, find the information on them. While you're there, there's a show support tab that you can go to help with the show's financial to improve it financials that you give us will make sure that it goes to improving and making the show more entertaining for you hopefully so thank you i hope to see you again and most of all subscribe leave a review wherever you're listening to this or watching it and visit the website often thank you and i'll look forward to seeing you soon